life. I just got back a few days ago, and I don't know if I have the brain power to do a proper show telling you all about what I did, but I'm going to make at least a half or a quarter of an attempt at that. Meanwhile, I think we're in for a palate cleanser right about now. I kind of think so. So here's today's alternative Pandora's Lunchbox theme, which says Lunchbox about four or five times. Hello, it's Johnny Cash. Well, I left Kentucky back in 49 and went to Detroit working on assembly line. The first year they had me putting wheels on Cadillacs. Every day I'd watch them beauties roll by and sometimes I'd hang my head and cry because I always wanted me one that was long and black. One day I devised myself a plan that should be the envy of most any man. I'd sneak it out of there in a lunchbox in my hand. Now, getting caught meant getting fired, but I figured I'd have it all by the time I retired. I'd have me a car worth at least a hundred grand. I'd get it one piece at a time, and it wouldn't cost me a dime. You'd know it's me when I come through your town. I'm gonna ride around in style, I'm gonna drive everybody wild, cause I'll have the only one there is around. So the very next day when I punched in with my big lunchbox and with help from my friend, I left that day with a lunchbox full of gear. I've never considered myself a thief, but GM wouldn't miss just one little piece, especially if I strung it out over several years. The first day I got me a fuel pump, and the next day I got me an engine and a trunk. Then I got me a transmission and all the chrome. The little things I could get in my big lunchbox, like nuts and bolts and all four shocks, but the big stuff we snuck out my buddy's mobile home. Now up to now my plan went all right till we tried to put it all together one night, and that's when we noticed that something was definitely wrong. The transmission was a 53, and the motor turned out to be a 73, and when we tried to put in the bolts, all the holes were gone. So we drilled it out so that it would fit, and with a little bit of help from an adapter kit, we had that engine running just like a song. Now the headlights, there was another sight. We had two on the left and one on the right, but when we pulled out the switch, all three of them come on. The back end looked kind of funny, too, but we put it together, and when we got through, well, that's when we noticed that we only had one tail fin. About that time, my wife walked out, and I could see in her eyes that she had her doubts. But she opened the door and said, honey, take me for a spin. So we drove uptown just to get the tags, and I headed to ride on down Main Drag. I could hear everybody laughing for blocks around. But up there at the courthouse, they didn't laugh, because to type it up, it took the whole staff. And when they got through, the title weighed 60 pounds. I got it one piece at a time, and it didn't cost me a dime. You'll know it's me when I come through your town. I'm gonna ride around in style, I'm gonna drive everybody wild. Cause I'll have the only one there is around. Uh, yeah, Red Rider, this is the Cottonmouth in the Psycho Billy Cadillac, come on. Paul. Oh, this is the cotton mouth, and negatory on the cost of this machine there, Red Rider. 
You might say I went right up to the factory and picked it up. It's cheaper that way. Uh, what model is it? Well, it's a 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59 automobile. It's a 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67, 68. Keep counting now. Johnny Cash, one piece at a time. Uncanny how these uh, Detroit-Nashville connections keep coming together. And I'll, I'll tell you what, what I mean in just a moment. So one quote I heard at the Johnny Cash Museum in Nashville. Did you see how big his feet were? He had big feet. That heard at the Johnny Cash Museum. A man with big feet indeed. Johnny Cash, big shoes to fill. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. I wanted to tell you about a couple of things going on in this weekend that have to do with food in some way, tangentially or otherwise, or tangerinentially, as the case may be. Untangled, the true story of Rapunzel is going to be at the Performance Network this Saturday at 3 and 7 p.m., Sunday at 2 p.m. Untangled, the true story of Rapunzel is an all-new adaptation of the classic fairy tale of love and deception. A young man in search of food for his struggling family chances upon a magical garden and thinks his problems are over, but all is not as it appears. Follow Rapunzel, a charming prince, his sidekick Dwight, and all their friends in one hilarious hair-raising experience after another. Based on the original Brothers Grimm story, Untangled, is a magical journey of love and forgiveness that the entire family will enjoy, says the Performance Network. Untangled, the true story of Rapunzel, this Saturday at 3 and 7, this Sunday at 2, the Performance Network, at 120 East Huron in Ann Arbor. And I don't have their website in front of me, but their phone number is 663-0681. Now, speaking of Detroit and Nashville, I was mentioning a moment ago. One thing I did in Nashville, one of the first thing I did was go to United Record Pressing. I'd heard about them on NPR's Here and Now, and I said, oh my God, I'm going to Nashville. I got to see this a record-pressing plant that pressed the first Beatles 45 ever put out in the U.S., the record-pressing plant that pressed John Coltrane's Love Supreme and does everything released by Third Man Records, which is Jack White's record label, he formerly of Detroit, now of Nashville. One thing that I did not realize and I found out when I went there was that they have something called the Detroit Room. No, sorry, the Motown Suite on the second floor of the record-pressing plant there. This is a place where Barry Gordy could stay because in the 1960s it was south of the Mason-Dixon line and segregation, racism, what have you. Couldn't get a decent hotel. So they furnished a suite of sorts on the second floor of this record-pressing plant so that Barry Gordy Jr. and some of his executives could stay. We saw those rooms. There was a wet bar. They didn't offer us anything, but there was a wet bar. The kitchen had all the original furnishings except for a more recent refrigerator, and they had a bathroom, and they had a bedroom. So there was a place there where people could stay. Beyond that, they said that a lot of interesting people came through through the years, but nobody kept any log of it at United Record Pressing. Nobody really thought this was going to be a big deal. So it has been said that the Supremes had a party there. It's been said that Hank Williams Jr. had his 16th birthday party and record signing 
deal there in one of those adjacent rooms. But that's another Detroit-Nashville connection that I found very interesting. So uh, you got something on the stove? What you got cooking? Just kidding. you. You're pretty good looking, I gotta tell you. I can tell. We're all good looking here. All of us who listen to WCBN are good looking. That includes you, me, everybody. Yep. You too. Yep. And you, and you, and you. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. We're also WCBN.org. And I'm sorry I didn't share this with you earlier. I just saw this story a couple of weeks ago. McDonald's gets complaints that new toy uses curse words. This out of Oakbrook, Illinois, on the AP. McDonald's says some customers have complained that a talking toy included in recent Happy Meals uses curse words. The fast food restaurant introduced a Happy Meal on July 3rd with toys inspired by the movie Minions, which I think is up for an Oscar. The Oakbrook, Illinois-based company has issued a statement saying 
The sounds the small yellow figures make are nonsense words, nothing offensive or profane. The statement says a very small number of customers have been in touch with the company about the toy. McDonald's secretly implanting curse words coming out of the mouths of small yellow figures in Happy Meals. It could happen. It's a conspiracy. They're out to get us. Really? Uh, maybe. But this reminds me, it was a few years ago, I believe it was a Happy Meal, that included a CD of disco songs because, you know, the 70s revival and all that. It included Donna Summer's Let's Dance. Some people turned, somebody complained that it included a dirty word in one of her songs. There's a part where she thing, sings, When I'm bad, I'm so, so bad, which somebody thought said, When I'm bad, I'm so, so horny, which is not the same thing and doesn't sound like the first one. It isn't what she said. But the word got out and they canceled the meal. And, you know, McDonald's is secretly trying to corrupt us? Question mark. I think it's time that we stop and worry about that a lot. That would be very, very important. In the meantime, if you're going to go out, have a good time tonight, but don't come home a-drinking. Well, you thought I'd be waiting up when you came home last night. You'd been out with all the boys and you ended up Liquor and love, they just don't mix Leave the bottle or me behind And don't come home a-drinking With lovin' on your mind No, don't come home a-drinking With lovin' on your mind Just stay out there on the town And see what you can find Cause if you want that kind of love Well, you don't need none of mine so don't come home a drinking with lovin' on your mind. You never take me anywhere because you're always gone. And many a night I've laid awake and cried here all alone. Then you come in a kissing on me, it happens every time. No, don't come home a drinking with loving on your mind. No, don't come home a drinking with loving on your mind. Just stay out there on the town and see what you can find. Cause if you want that kind of love, well, you don't need none of mine. So don't come home with drinking with lovin' on your mind. No, don't come home with drinking with lovin' on your mind. Forget about it. Hear what Loretta hear what Loretta says there. Don't come home a drinking with lovin' on your mind. Now, thank you, Loretta Lynn, for that. Loretta Lynn's home and ranch is in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. A little over an hour from Nashville. I did not make it there, though. That's something I would like to do sometime in the future, however. I have a friend who actually went there one time, and Loretta came out and talked to the folks, and I'm really jealous of him, honestly. 
It's a quarter to seven. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. Arwolf and Face the Music is at seven. Here's another event going on this weekend. The Arab and Chaldean Festival is going to be at Hart Plaza in downtown Detroit on August 1st and 2nd. That's this Saturday and Sunday. You can find out more about that at ArabandChaldeanFestival.com. Chaldean is spelled C-H-A-L-D-E-A-N, Arab and Chaldean Festival. Music and food vendors and a children's fair and an art gallery and all sorts of things out at Hart Plaza right there on the Detroit River happening this weekend. This is another AP bulletin. A Michigan State University researcher is heading a $5.1 million study of the genetic structure of the mint family of plants, which the school says could have many benefits for humans beyond flavoring food and chewing gum. The funds come from the National Science Foundation. Mints include the spices basil, oregano, rosemary, sage, savory, and thyme. I didn't know those were all called mints. I did not realize. They also include spearmint and peppermint and such herbal tea and medicine ingredients or medicine ingredients as bee balm, lavender, and skullcap. Lead researcher Robin Buell says relatively little is known so far about mints, which had a crop value of about $200 million in 2012. Buell says the study will map the genetic structure of mints and could lead to new useful oils and compounds. And new technology in taking Mentos and adding them to soft drinks and putting them on YouTube, perhaps. No? No. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And let's go back to Hank Williams, shall we? I think he's got uh, something up cooking, as a matter of fact, right now. He's cooking and dancing at the same time. I think we do we do a mashup of the dance show we do every Sun, uh, what's it called? Summer? Yes, summer at summer evening at six. And this show, we could have a dancing and eating simultaneously show. And this could be the theme song. Goodbye, Joe. Me gotta go. Me, oh my. Me gotta go. Pull the P-Roll down the bio. My Yvonne, the sweetest one, me oh my oh. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Jumbo line, a crawfish pie, a feely gumbo. Cause tonight I'm gonna see Mama Shazamio. Pick it tough, fill fruit jar, and be gay Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Knows the place is buzzing. Kinfolk come to see Yvonne by the dozen. Dress in style and go hog wild, me oh my oh. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Jumble 
rumble Cause tonight I'm gonna see Mama Shazamil Pick guitar, fill fruit jar, and be gale. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio Shares a meal, pick guitar, fill fruit jar, and be gill. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Thank you, Hank. I could never get enough Hank, really. Hank Williams and Jambalaya on the bio. While I was in Nashville, I went to the Ryman. I didn't actually go backstage, but I did actually get to stand on the stage and pose with a guitar and be a poser, which is something I try to do as as often as possible. And I did go to the Grand Ole Opry. And again, when I have my head together, I think I'll talk more about that. In the meantime, did you know that the University of Michigan has a minor in food and the environment? This is from the LSNA publication online, lsna.umich.edu says here, Greg Crane, the director of LSNA's program in the environment, last fall launched a new minor called Food and the Environment. Crane is also an English professor specializing in American and literary and intellectual history. He speaks to an idea at the very core of both the program and what has come to be called the food minor. I like that. I mean, that could be, you could mine for food or you could be a miner, have a miner in food. You can even do that if you're a miner, if you're precocious enough. Says Crane, the push of the minor is toward the interdisciplinary study of food and food issues in relation to the environment. The food topic gets studied from the natural sciences side, the social sciences side, and the humanities side, and we built it because students asked us to. The program already offers a minor in sustainability, but jokes about students' hunger for knowledge aside, part of the reason they were so interested in a food minor, Crane believes, is a matter of scale. He says the environmental crisis is so massive and so difficult that one response is to put your head in the sand and do nothing. But if I narrow the thing down to a very concrete topic, like sustainable food production, I can get my head around that. Sustainability is a concept, useful, but as a topic of study, it's too for it. I'm having difficulty speaking. It's just, I'm hungry. It's just far too broad and amorphous to capture students' interest in quite the way that I think concrete things like food do. Crane relates the story of how one student taught him that there is carbon trapped in the earth through organic processes that gets released simply through the act of tilling land, which is a standard agricultural procedure. Exploring and promoting methods of no-till farming could significantly lessen the amount of carbon released into the atmosphere, and that's one way sustainable food is linked to sustainability on a grander scale. So, food and sustainability and the environment available as a minor at the University of Michigan. Maybe not a minor issue. It all depends on how you perceive it, but nonetheless, there you are. 
Well, what's more delicious to grow than a nut? After all, everybody loves a nut, don't they? Everybody loves a nut. The whole world loves a weirdo. Brains are in a rut, but everybody loves a nut. There was a hermit named Fred who kept a dead horse in his cave. And everyone said to Fred, Fred, how come you keep a dead horse in your cave? And he said, well... Columbia man named Frank had a tiger named Hank. He tried to put Hank in his tank. And guess what happened to old Frank? When they picked up the teeth, hair, and eyeballs and erected a tombstone at red. Another Columbia fella told Queen Isabella, I don't think the world is flat. Now, what do you think about that? And she said, you don't. And he said, no, ma'am. And she said, you get out of my queendom. And he said, yes, ma'am. just goes without saying that is johnny cash and everybody loves a nut a song about food no really one more note about fine artists on such record labels as sun records which johnny cash was on how about elvis the presley again i apologize for not letting you know about this earlier this was in early june a hip shaken lawyer from brazil first of all that sounds like the beginning of a limerick or a short story, a hip, shaken lawyer from Brazil will represent Elvis Presley's birthplace in an annual contest of Elvis impersonators at Graceland. Diogo Delight, oh, okay, Diogo Delight liked Vice of Porto Alegre, Brazil. That's a story right there. Won a tribute competition in Tupelo, where thousands of visitors attend the annual Elvis Festival. Leaked Vice tells the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal that he visited Graceland in 2006 and has been performing as the king ever since. In 2013, he earned a spot as a top five vocalist in Graceland's Ultimate Elvis Tribute Artist contest. Leaked Vice's victory marks the second year for an international contestant to represent Tupelo in the Memphis competition. This year's Tupelo Elvis Festival featured artists from six states and three foreign countries. Elvis Week is August 8th to the 16th in Memphis, Tennessee. Don't miss it. I'm going to drop everything, quit my job, and just live there so I can go to that festival. That may happen. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting us know when you listen. We appreciate that. We really, really do. And you can listen at WCBN.org. And you can listen at WCBN FM Ann Arbor, which is where you are right now. 
Arwolf and Face the Music in just a moment. It's going to be very, very cool. One more from Johnny Cash. I played this last week, but I really can't resist it. The Chicken in Black. This is not about blackened chicken, but it's close enough. Shall we? Thanks for listening. For two long years, my head hurt bad, so the doctor checked me and he shook his head. He said, I'm sorry to tell you, but your body's outlived your brain. He said, I know this doctor in New York, son, and he'll fix you right up with a brand new one. So the head doctor met me when I stepped down off of the train. He said, we had this bank robber killed last night. His body shot, but his brain's all right. I'll give you a transplant, boy, and you'll be okay. I got my new brain in and I was feeling great. I went right back to Nashville with no headache, but something strange happened when I walked in the bank one day. I said, stick them up, everybody, I'm robbing this place. Drop all of your money in my guitar case. Don't nobody move and don't nobody reach for that door. A lady said, why, you're Johnny Cash. I said, no, ma'am, I'm the Manhattan Flash, and I am the best bank robber in New York. Now, the other night, Roy Acuff called me. He said, John, I'd like for you to do the opera. So I went out on the stage, but I couldn't sing. I got into half a verse if I walked the line and something snapped in this head of mine. I yelled, stick them up. Give me your money, your watches and rings. Well, I called New York and talked to that brain quack. I said, Doc, I've got to have my old brain back. He said, I'm sorry there, Mr. Cash, but I can't do that. He said, I put your brain in a chicken last Monday. He's singing your songs and making lots of money. And I got him signed to a 10-year recording contract. Now, friends, if you see me walking down the street, remember what you see ain't necessarily me. And if I try to hold you up, don't pay me no mind. But when you got 10 bucks that you can blow, you ought to catch that Johnny Chicken show. He's doing fairs and concert dates all up and down the line. I said, stick them up, everybody, I'm robbing this place. Drop all of your money in my guitar case. Don't nobody move and don't nobody reach for that door. A lady said, why, you're Johnny Cash. I said, no, ma'am, I'm the Manhattan Flash, and I am the best bank robber in New York. Well, I don't pay any income tax. You don't pay tax on money you steal. You ought to catch that Johnny Chicken show. Chicken in black. It's WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thank you, Mike. That was delightful. It's now time for Face the Music. And once again, uh, this is, I think, the... Second time now, I'm, I'm doing a, uh, a series of programs dedicated to my mentors, Dave Crippen and Hazen Schumacher, who inspired me. And also, uh, yes, I, I like to emulate and also deviate from mentors. That's what mentorship is all about. But Hazen was deep into Bix Biterbeck, and that's what this record's all about. <laughs> 